1: Need we say more? For Trusted Protection Trust
0: Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Then redeem your Pampers cash for
1: exclusive Pampers coupons, savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers cash has no cash value. You can go to your street fair with your python around your neck. What fresh hell. Laughing
0: in the face of motherhood. Your thighs would be an amazing shape
1: with Margaret Aples and Amy Wilson. Tiny backpacks, a podcast that solves today's parenting dilemmas. So you don't have to.
0: I'm an overtalker.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome to What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the face of motherhood. This is Amy. And this is Margaret. And today we're talking about
0: Would You Rather. We should have beers for this. (laughs) Like, isn't it a matcha lattes? No, I mean, beers. Like, I'm thinking it's like a college drinking game, would you rather? But maybe
1: I'm not right. I mean, what is would you rather? We've played it at our live shows. Yeah, it's a game where the player is presented with two things they don't really want to do, like truth or dare, and you have to pick your poison. But you still have to choose them. Right. And it's two bad things, and you have to pick the least worst.
0: Can't wait. It's going to be a good one. Before we start, though, we don't have a mailbag, Amy. We need a new name for this section. It's fun facts section. I thought it was going to be like, in the news. In the news. Oh, I like that. In the news. We like to highlight, sometimes we'll do something about like childhood rejection and we'll see like a study that comes out and we're like, oh, let's always do. Right. Refocus ourselves on that episode because we want to revisit this intense new knowledge about how to deal with childhood rejection. But this week's In the News, Amy, focuses on another topic that we've been talking quite a bit about. Rats. (laughs) We've been having a hot debate on the facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WhatFreshHellCast. My daughter wants a rat. I do not want a rat. She wrote a long essay about why she should have a rat. And then I said no. And then several unhelpful and about to be kicked out of the group listeners have come in. No, you do want a rat. About how great rats are. You can sleep with them. I'm holding my anti-rat stance, and then I find an article from The Telegraph this week. Amy, are you ready? I'm ready. Rescue rats with backpacks are being trained to sniff out earthquake survivors. They're being sent into earthquake debris wearing tiny backpacks so that rescue teams can talk to earthquake survivors. Seven rats have been trained so far. Tiny backpacks? It only takes two weeks to get them up to speed.
1: Is there like two drops of water in the tiny backpack that the rat is carrying? No, no, no.
0: It's a radio. Oh, all right. So they don't bring in supplies. They bring in radio, like a walkie talkie, basically, so that people could be like, yes, I was in
1: the this is where I am in the rubble. See, now I see why you need to have a rat around the house, because if I was in earthquake rubble and I saw a rat coming near me, I'd be like, ah, get away, Like, away, ah, get away, wait, wait. The last thing I would do was like hold the rat close to me to be located. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, hi, here's my
0: salvation. I'd be like, this thing is going to bite my face. I would kill the rat. That's the thing. I would
1: kill the rat and then doom myself. Yes. Yeah, so we need to acclimate ourselves to rat proximity in case we're in an earthquake. But there is a pretty cute picture of a rat in a little
0: vest. I'll try to post it. And he's like taking a little drink from like a little needle, like a little um, squirt needle. And um, yeah, he's pretty cute. But I don't want a rat. Does it change your mind? No, nothing will change my mind about getting a rat people. What if your daughter's rat had a backpack on? Would that change your mind? What if it was a savior rat? <laughs> well, we could considering the state of my daughter's room, the rat could occasionally be used to find my daughter in the morning and wake her up for school because she basically lives in earthquake conditions at all times. Yeah. All right, people, we will keep you abreast of the most current rat news at all times. It doesn't need to be called in the news, our segment, Amy. It just needs to be called in rat news. In rat news. Because I think we're only going to be focusing on rat news. Okay. Would I rather have a rat or not have
1: a rat? It's not have a rat, Amy. Would you rather have a rat or have a like... Hamster or guinea pig? I mean, those are just... Are they two the same? I mean, a hamster or a guinea pig. Why would that even be a
0: choice? Furry. It's like, would you rather have a rat or a snake, I think? Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: I would rather a snake. I would also rather a snake. Because it just can just stay in its thin. But you don't really have to, like... There's no sort of idea you're supposed to hold it. Like you can go to your street fair with your python around your neck if you're that kind of person, but you don't have to. It can just kind of hang out.
0: <laughs> if you're that kind of a person. Spoiler alert. I'm not. <laughs> All right. Here are the rules of what you rather. You have to pick one, even if you don't want either. But I will allow you one pass. One where you're like, I cannot choose. You get one pass only. OK. Oh, the whole time. Yep. I have to get one out of the way. We try so hard. It's difficult on a podcast about parenting to avoid bodily functions in all cases Amy and I both are grossed out by human realities right but when we put this on our Facebook group and asked to give for people to give us good would you rather's good bad choice yeah mm -hmm. I have to say we got maybe a dozen that were the same question so we have to address it and this is going to be our only bodily function okay would you rather clean up vomit or poop that's it's people want to know Amy people want to know would you rather
1: poop I'm also poop. Is it my own children's, my own progenies? That's a great question. Or somebody else's. Does it change it for you? It kind of does. It definitely does. So you'd
0: rather st- clean up a stranger's vomit, but your own kid's poop. For sure. But you'd rather clean up a stranger's poop and your own kid's vomit. <laughs> I would rather do neither of these things. Okay, but that's part of the equation. You, of course, none of these are like, yes, you'd rather do neither of all of these, but. Yeah, I'm going to go with poop because it smells bad, but not as bad as as vomit. I also think, and again, we're going to move off of this quickly because it's super gross. Poop is contained in a way that vomit is a splatter. And so I think that poop, it's like you attack it and you get it out of the way. And vomit is just, it's vast. Okay. I agree. Right. The margins move quickly. Yes. Okay. I'm getting a really gross feeling. And Amy and I are both, we share this. We have many differences, but we share an aversion to talking about Bodily functions.
1: I think it actually makes you feel like uncomfortable. I'm just, you know, I'm just a, a dainty lady that doesn't really think <laughs> it's polite conversation. Oh no,
0: it makes me physically like physically ill. Would you rather have more money or more time? Oh
1: my gosh. I know the answer to this one. Uh, more money, because then you can outsource stuff and then you have more time. I agree. And money makes everything easier. Is that cheating? Is that like I wish for three wishes?
0: Money makes everything easier and so more I mean it depends like I wouldn't with more
1: time you could make more money I guess no
0: with more money you could make more time I think really like money is again we don't have parameters around this so like I wouldn't trade 50 years off my life for a million dollars you know what I mean but like in general if I had to choose one I would choose more money because I think yeah money makes life easier and time yeah I think i choose more money yes would you rather have your dishwasher break or your car break well this is no good for you because you never use your car dishwasher well we just had our dishwasher break and i'm gonna say dishwasher because it was a nightmare but we also live in a place that's not walkable so we would be really hosed without our car so it's cheaper too to fix a dishwasher i think you're right cheaper to fix a dishwasher i think if i had to choose i would choose my dishwasher to break i don't want to be trapped with these people amy I could be trapped under a pile of dishes, but I don't want to be trapped in the home with these people. Here's another one in the same category. Would
1: you rather lose your water or your electricity? In terms of like live in my home forever without electricity or without water?
0: Yeah, let's take it there. Why not? I mean, I mean, you die without water. So no, let's just say for two weeks. You die without water, but am I allowed to like go get some? Yeah, you
1: can go get bottled bottle of water. Okay, then I'm going to say without I think without water, because as I get older, I can go like two, three days without washing my hair and it looks pretty good. But electricity, I find like when I lose power, you and I have talked about this, you lose power, you're like, okay, so I know what I'll do. I'll just like read that PDF I've been meaning to read. Oh, I know what I'll do. I'll go make a smoothie. Oh, I know what I'll do. I'll go yes do something else that involves electricity that I can't do. It, electricity is more sneakily important. Water if I'm thirsty, I'll go get it.
0: You have to think with electricity that your kids have no devices, like they're just going to talk to you. You know, I'd rather have smelly kids than kids who didn't have the option of playing any video games. I mean, water, somebody was saying, which is the same with us. If we lose electricity, we lose water because we're on a well. Oh, we have a pumped well. And so we're hosts. We live, you know, if we lose one, we use the other.
1: Oh, my gosh. It's yeah, what am I saying? Definitely water because I live in the very high floor of an apartment building and I'd have to climb the stairs many, many stories. Oh, that's right. Without the elevator. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, your thighs would be an
1: amazing shape. <laughs> I'd look amazing. I've done it once. I've lived in this apartment for eight years, and we've only ever done it once. My kid was, you know, into the idea. I'm like, okay. I honestly, like, I put aside an afternoon. I felt like we were going to, like, pack in. You know, we needed, like, snacks. And, like, I, you were going to Everest. It took us, like, seven minutes. to. It's, your 33rd floor? 35th floor, yeah. 35th floor. Yeah. It took us, like, seven minutes, including stopping to rest. Like I thought it would take 40 minutes. I had no idea.
0: I was once at a temp job that was on like the high, I'm going to say 65th floor of a building. And there was a fire there something. It wasn't like a towering inferno situation. We got out. It was fine. But there was some sort of fire thing. And they it was a real enough fire that they Forbade us from taking the elevators because you're not know, supposed to be in the elevator during a fire. And so we walked out of the building like 64 floors. And I didn't think anything of it because we were walking down. And then I woke up the next day and I went to get out of bed and I had torn like some muscles in my legs. And we got back to the office and everybody was like limping in the exact same way. Like there's some muscle you don't use a lot unless you're, I guess, walking downstairs. And it was funny. We were all like, unless like the 5,000th stair in a row, right? Shuffling wow. around. Yeah. 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 It's like so whatever muscle you use to go downstairs, you obviously don't use otherwise tremendously. This is an interesting one. Would you rather your child be an excessive talker or really, really quiet?
1: I feel like I see in myself this tendency to be like, so how are you? Good. And of course, as your kids get older, they have less to tell you. This is probably why I'm from the vantage point of my kids don't talk to me that much and I want them to talk to me. And when they don't, I'm like you good? You sure you're good? And and silence I read as maybe problematic. And if they're talking, you're at least very aware of their inner landscape at all times. But I see the flaws in my thinking.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that this is one of those that what you should do is just have multiple children. If you want to experience both realms of this, like I have a quiet kid and then I have a kid who literally never stops talking, just is a constant talker. And it has its advantages. I do not worry about this child's internal life. My mother once said of me famously in our family, she will never know the joy of an unexpressed emotion. Yes. Like I just, it just, I was a fire hose at all times. I'm like, and now I'm just really wet. And oh my gosh, it was the greatest day. I just was a verbal, what do you call it? Like fire hose. It just was always going. We were just having a conversation behind the scenes at our office about Perma noisemakers, makers, because I was talking in another episode about my roommate who never stopped talking. Well, I was going to
1: say, you have to, whenever she comes up, I oblige Margaret, please be your roommate. I'll give you a setup. Okay. It's Saturday morning. And she has a test that she has to study for that's on Monday, and you are your roommate that never stops talking. What is she saying right now?
0: Oh, oh my gosh. Test. Oh, test, test, test. Where's the book? Okay. Oh, my God. You know what? Before I even take the test, I should get some coffee. Coffee, coffee. I like coffee. Making coffee, coffee. Okay. Now, where's my... Oh, if I had a... Should I make flashcards? Just every... Piece of her life was narrated. It's my favorite character in the world, let alone of Margaret's characters. But Margaret's, yeah, she's the perma talker. And then she fell asleep and she would talk in her sleep. It was unbelievable. But we had a little behind the scenes on our company Slack where people were like, oh no. I think I've realized I'm a perma-noisemaker, and we realized that pretty much all of us are perma-noisemakers, and so it's good we work remotely, because if we worked in one office, everyone would be like, bup, 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 where's my pencil? I
1: need if you wonder who's the perma-talker in your group, if you don't know who it is, it's you. It's you. Yeah. I'm an over-talker. My husband and I went out for
0: a lovely dinner with friends, and we were they were asking us questions about a specific story that happened in our lives, but we got home and I was like, oh my God, if you looked at the waveforms, it would be like seven waveforms and just me and him talking the entire time. (laughs) I'm an overtalker. All right, we'll be back with even more Would You Rathers.
1: Margaret, exciting news. I am about to have a new baby nephew. And believe it or not, this will be my 13th
0: Okay, Amy, Chelsea has a question for you. All right. Would you rather go through twin newborns again or put a campfire out with your face? (laughs) This is a leading question. I mean, this was my first LOL of the day while I was putting these together. And then Kathy says, Chelsea, as mama of
1: twins, this made me guffaw. Newborn twins. I've neither one of us have ever done it. No, my I have a niece and nephew who are twins, though. So I mean, I've witnessed it third hand. It's a lot. You need to call in the troops. Reinforcements for that one. We have a common friend
0: who has twins. And I remember his wife was over at a very child friendly event, like maybe an Easter egg hunt with her newborn ish twins. They were maybe nine months. And She said, well, is there somewhere I can set up to breastfeed? And I said, yeah, do you want to go in a back room or do you want me to just set you up somewhere? And she said, I think a back room. Newborn breastfeeding is pretty intense. (laughs) And I went back and I was helping her get set up. And it's just the thing of like when you have one baby, you're sort of the baby kind of covers your chest as it's eating. I mean, this was full like boobs and mouths everywhere. There was only two of them and only two boobs, but somehow it, it was
1: intense. It's a lot going on. Yeah. It's an improbable position to get yourself into. I'll give you a side. Would you rather on this? Would you rather have, if you have multiple children, have the twins first or have the twins at the end? Like my sister-in-law, for example, she had two singletons before she had the twins. Is that twins at the end? hundred percent.
0: Okay. I feel like first baby twins has to be (laughs) campfire with your face. I mean, it's
1: got to be the worst. It is, although if you have them at the end, then you know how much worse it is, like, oh, this is insane, and you're you're missing that sort of well, I'm making a supposition I was going to say you're missing that sort of first baby, like this is all amazing, and I can do this. You don't know how hard it is. but that's not always true. I feel like you got to have some road under
0: you before hitting the twins. That seems to me okay, good, yeah, yeah, all right, easier. Although I will say our friend also because I had this, I wanted I was older, having kids. And so I thought I wanted to have more than one kid. So I kind of was wishing for twins. And then I had one. And then 18 months later, I had another. And then 18 months later, I was pregnant. And I was like, twins, twins, twins. And with that third one, I was like, no twins. And that's what happened with our friend. (laughs) Our friend is the husband of the couple. And his wife called him. It was like, I'm at the OB. I need you to come over. And of course, he thought something was like terribly, terribly wrong. And She's like, it's twins. <laughs> like, it's supposed to be their third child, and turned out to be their third and fourth.
1: I have the same story related. These friends of ours, they're at the, you know, the first ultrasound together. And, you know, the ultrasound technician's sort of like, and there you go, and then you see it. And and our friend, the dad, was like, Well, good thing you didn't tell us it was twins. And the ultrasound technician's face sort of like blanches and she leaves the room. And, you know, 30 seconds later, the doctor comes in like, well, it's twins. And they cried. They cried right there in the doctor's office because it was supposed to be three and it was three and four. Those twins are now 14 years old and thriving and loved. But it is an intense surprise when it's twins. I have a similar story.
0: I have a cousin who went to the doctor and said, I'm starting menopause. Is there anything I need to know? And at this stage in midlife, and he said, yes, you should know that you're five and a half months pregnant. And she had I'm almost sure she had a kid in college and it was quite shocking. But that kid is also a high schooler and the love of their lives and everything. But it—it it is. Are you talking about Nancy Wilson when you're telling this story? No, but I know that that did happen to your mom.
1: Yeah. So I have, I'm the oldest of a very big family. And my youngest brother is 19 years younger than me. He was the caboose. And my parents came to visiting day of my, like at the end, wasn't visiting day, I guess was they came to see me in a play at the end of my freshman year of college and said they had to tell me something. Like they said to my roommate, can we talk to her by herself for a minute? We have something to tell her. And I was like, I couldn't, Give me a hundred guesses. It wouldn't have been, we're having a baby. Yeah. And he was born when I was a sophomore in college. Same two parents. Yeah. She's remarkable. Yeah. Yo, MJ.
0: (laughs) Would you rather... (laughs) Be in menopause
1: or pregnant again. It's the first for me. She, we should ask her, would you rather have a kid at 23 or a kid at 43? I'll try not to be, you know, have my feelings hurt if she picks the 43.
0: <laughs> if she picks 43. Would you rather, Gretchen asks, take an eight-month-old on a cross-country flight alone or a toddler on a, and a dog on a road trip alone? How old's a baby? Eight months. Oh, I'd do the baby on a cross-country flight, no problem. In no sweat. I think a better question is, would you rather take a toddler and a dog on a cross-country flight or car trip? I would always choose the plane. I mean, the plane to me is this. It's your problem. It's not really my problem. As long as I release myself from the shame, like I once put my kids on a flight by themselves when they were like, whatever, I think you have to be five, five, six and eight or something. And people were like, well, aren't you worried they're going to? And I was like, what? Because whatever happens, it's not my problem. Aren't you worried they're going to puke? Okay, someone will have to figure that out. Like, I figure the plane, the plane is shorter. We are a horrible car family. I know some people are like, let's get in the car and go. During COVID, we drove to Florida. It was a disaster.
1: It, there's no comparison to me between an eight month old baby who you can hold on your lap or in a car seat, hopefully next to you, hopefully you got that middle seat next to you with the car seat and then the baby is there. But a toddler that wants to get down and run around and my niece is at this stage now. She's just like ever ready. bunny, just constantly on the move will not be contained. So it's like the baby versus toddler thing for me more than the car versus the plane but both are not easy but i flew a lot with a baby and until they can get down and start walking they're pretty containable yeah i there's no i always choose airplane i mean i don't even need the dog I don't even have to throw the i guess they threw the dog here to the mirror to make it
0: harder well my sister has a new puppy who is adorable like adorable it's the cutest i saw pictures of it and then they came up last weekend yeah and she gets out of the car and she's like oh the puppy threw up the whole way up and i'm like oh god no i never never going back <laughs> A dog and a car trip just sounds like my idea of hell. It's like my two least favorite things. This is Megan. Would you rather only read kids' books
1: or only watch kids' shows? This is a tough one. Is it like Betsy, Tacy, and Tib kids' books or is it Pinkalicious kids' books? I can pick. Can I choose my children's literature? It's just kids' books. Basically, you're giving up for yourself books or movies. I would definitely rather read good kids' literature than watch good kids TV, let alone bad.
0: But that's not really the question. You can only
1: read kids books or watch kids shows. I guess I would choose read kids books. I can read nothing but kids books or watch nothing but kids shows. I would read nothing but kids books. Yes. Right. I would choose kids books. I agree with that. Because there's some great kids books. I mean, there's some terrible ones, too. If you told me it was only going to be my super stinky day, you know, then I might have different feelings.
0: Well yeah, it's really more of the aspect is more that you wouldn't have access to adult books or
1: you wouldn't have access to adult TV, you know? I could live with that TV quicker than I could live without something to read, I think, in the like rest of my life. Wait, that means you should choose kids shows. I would rather read kids books because I don't care about the TV part. But if you read
0: kids books only, only. You're not allowed to read grown up books. You can only read kids books. So you'd be giving up books. You could only read kids' books.
1: Oh, okay. Then yes, you're right. Then I withdraw. I would rather only watch kids' shows because do I have to, like, am I, is it like Clockwork Orange and you're going to hold my eyes open with toothpicks or can I just not watch anything? I mean, I think you probably have to watch some kids' shows, but. It has to be
0: on. Then I then I go back to the books. <laughs> You really are drilling down on this. This is a spinoff podcast, obviously. Amy investigates this Would You Rather? I over interrogate the Would You Rather. Yes. I think I would choose kids' books because, as you said, you could read like Tales of Magic and like the longer ones. You could still read, and there's some good like YA literature. And then I would still be able to watch shows. I love watching TV shows, so I couldn't give them up. I choose the right one, whichever one it is.
1: I don't know why this one confused me so much. All right. We've completely lost ourselves. (laughs)
0: Someone please go re-listen and take notes in this section and tell us which one we're choosing because we can't remember anymore. Okay. Cindy asks, would you rather hear from your teenager, I will mom, parens, she won't. Or, oh, I know mom, parens, she doesn't. But
1: both ways she doesn't.
0: Be told that they're going to. Would you rather be told they're going to or be told that they already know? I don't think it's that deep because they basically all roads lead to the same place. They're right. are right. lead to they're not going to do it. I'd rather be told I will and they don't do it than I know because I've got the tween agey teens right now. And I'm telling you, the comma you're an idiot conversations in our house are endless. Yeah.
1: I had to leave the table last night. I had to go have my dinner in the living room because I I didn't want to be I was getting fire hosed from a couple of different uh, quadrants tall young men that I live with yeah that I'm a dumb dumb I'm like okay maybe I am I'm trying to respond that way instead but here's my question would you rather hear like okay I'll do it would you rather not get flack but then they don't do it or would you rather get the flack but then they do it yeah now that's a good question get the flack and then they do it I I think so because at least you at least you don't have to have the conversation again.
0: Yeah. And at least it's getting done. I mean, again, have more than one child. Like I have the one kid who's always like, of course, mom. Love you. Nothing happens. And then I have the kid who's like, oh, I know. But does it? Like I really do have both of those in my house. Yeah. Let me tell you, they're both problematic. I have only done one of these. So you'll have to take this one for me. Would you rather potty train a toddler... Or teach a teenager how to drive. This is a tough one. Take your time. There's no time limit. Ding, 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 ding,
1: ding. The factors that are going to my consideration are that I was thinking, well, the teenager thing is it's shorter and less gross. (laughs) Correct. But it's potentially deadly. But it's also extremely Deadly. And it's very fraught and intense. Yeah. Like I'm still, I have one kid who recently learned to drive and is showing some gaps in his knowledge (laughs) to me when we're in the car together. And let's just say, and the second kid who, at least in New York State, like my second kid's still 17. And if you, when they're 17, you have to do 50 hours of driving with a notebook and this and a thing and a thing. And if you just wait till they're 18, they just go. Pass the road test. We're just going to wait till he's 18. But anyway, I think going through it that I'm going to say potty train a toddler. I, I think I agree. Because it is. Yes, it's not dangerous. And they like you while you're doing it. Yeah, that's well said. Like I feel like it doesn't lead to fighting. I have a thought on that. We'll be right back. while
0: And now, what your babysitter says versus
1: what your babysitter means. From the What Fresh Out podcast. What she says. The kids were angels. What she means. I let
0: them watch YouTube for four hours straight. It went great. What she says. Of course
1: I'll only feed them healthy snacks. What she means. My definition of healthy may include more Oreos than you feel comfortable with. What she says. Come home as late as you want. What she means. I don't have a Netflix subscription, and
0: I will be putting the kids to bed at 6.30 and binging the new Stranger Things season.
1: What she says. Wow, they were a little rambunctious. What she means. Your kids are out of control monsters. Lose my number. This has been What
0: Your Babysitter Says versus What Your Babysitter Means. From the What Fresh Hell Podcast. finish up on potty training versus driving, I've already decided I am too anxious to I can't be involved in the driving training at all. Like, I know that's going to be bad for me. You're going to outsource it. And I also am going to say that potty training is one of those things that did not bother me as much as I thought it would. It wasn't that big a deal. I don't remember it. There are things I remember diapers being gross, but I don't remember potty training being that difficult.
1: It's kind of like me saying before about like the climbing the 35 flights. Like you're like, oh, this is going to be horrible. I'm going to be here all afternoon. And then, you know, it was less than I thought it was going to be. I agree. I mean, easier in the rearview mirror, obviously, but it doesn't have to be so terrible. I think it's terrible when you're like, this is going to happen this weekend. Like it's Friday afternoon. By Monday morning, my kid will never wear a diaper again. I think those are the expectations you put around it can make it difficult. If it's like we're going to figure this out over the next month or two, then you can do it. Agree. All right, Amy, we're going deep. I saved our deep questions for our last
0: segment. Are you ready? Deep questions. All right. Yeah. You were digging deep on like, would you rather have a carrot or a banana? Like you're way, you go deep on all of them. So now the first one is a three-parter. Would you rather have an on-demand chef, a chauffeur
1: or a full-time house cleaner?
0: On-demand chef. It's easy for me. I agree, chef. I don't care about my house being clean and I don't mind driving.
1: I don't mind drive right. I don't do it that much. And of course in New York City there's like taxis and stuff, although good luck getting one these days. But yeah, the chef, because I think I would be so much healthier if I had a chef to make me lunch instead of eating, you know, chips.
0: What I want is the Jetsons chef where you push a button. Because I actually cannot imagine anything worse than a person who I don't know being in my kitchen in the morning, like hanging out in your house. Yeah. Noise. And yeah, the problem with the chef is I want like a chef who like lives in a closet in my house and then like throws the food through a conveyor belt or something. The
1: idea of having to interact with
0: another person in my house is very unpleasant.
1: What if you were like Eloise and you lived at the hotel, the plaza, and you could just have them send up some soup in the dumbwaiter? Yes.
0: If I could call down and have them leave dinner, I guess that's called Grubhub basically. But like if I had like limitless Grubhub. But yeah, the idea, sometimes I watch the housewife shows and the mom is like, say thank you to Pierre. And there's like a dude cooking dinner in their kitchen while they eat. First of all, I think I would have. I'm very Irish Catholic. I would have an obligation to get up and help like I could not imagine. I don't have that in a restaurant. Like I'm not like, let me go help prepare. I feel like the contract is clearer. But having somebody in my house cooking all the time would just mean another person I have to make conversation with, which I don't want.
1: But it's why J-Lo looks like J-Lo, right? Because she has a chef. Like, you can order from Grubhub, but whoever you're ordering from a Grubhub does not really have your best metabolic interests at heart, right? So J-Lo has somebody... Yeah, that's the problem. ...creating, right, in a lab, creating the perfect-based breakfast for her. Yeah, we had a food truck night
0: at the town, like brought food trucks in and my husband stopped and got uh, hot dogs, curly fries and shakes for everyone in the family. And let me tell you, I was in heaven. I was like, this is the life. Like, why don't we live like this all the time? And he's like, "Uh, because it involves like nine million calories, no vegetables. But it was the most heavenly night. We just sat outside having shakes and curly fries and delicious hot dogs. And let me tell you, there's a place where I live that makes really famous hot dogs. They're like split and grilled. They're not like dirty water dogs, as we call them in New York City. Like they're kind of high endy hot dogs with like yummy things on them. I'm here for it. Let me tell you. But you're right. Like, why don't we live like that? Why don't I just get grub? Even if I had a billion dollars, if I got Grubhub every night, we would all be ill. Yes. Oh, it's a problem. You, happiness is unattainable, I think is what we're learning. Yeah, that's why I want the chef. That's why I pick chef. All right. This one is interesting. Would you rather change some aspect of your childbirth experience or have the chance to rename your children now that you've gotten to know them?
1: God, this is tough for me because I think I would pick rename my kids because my childbirth experience, maybe again, it's rear view mirror, but I don't have regrets about my childbirth experiences were safe. I definitely overthought the first one, but, you know, they were all I don't have regrets as I look back names. I did make the mistake with two out of my three kids. <laughs> I was going to say you actually did have to do this. Calling of legally naming my kids something different than their actual names. And we don't really name our kids in the podcast. But one of my kids had a first name and middle name and went by his middle name. And during like Zoom pandemic at school, his name, which on his birth certificate is not what everybody calls him, was under his picture all the time and the school wouldn't change it. They just were like, well, it's not his name. And I wasn't asking them to call him Bucky. I was asking them to call him like his middle name, which is a like real name that he's gone by all his life. They wouldn't change it. And I ended up having to get his name legally changed because he was so sick of every day by every teacher being called what it said under his picture on Zoom and the school wouldn't change it. So we legally changed his name. So having gone through that, which is a Real hassle. Lots of standing in line. I guess I would revisit that. Yeah. And it wasn't from the name. It was the idea that like, well, you name your kid this, but you call them that. I probably would rethink that.
0: I have the exact same. I have a kid we call by his middle name and you've glimpsed. I've glimpsed my future through you. Every doctor's office, every sub. And I I mean, he just always says they call him by his first name. He says, actually, I go by my middle name, which is and it hasn't become a huge issue. But just name them the name. I do think maybe just naming the name. Well, I have three kids who are none of them called the name on their birth certificate. And it is confusing. And somebody finally was like, why didn't you just name your kids their names? But we call them by nicknames that we like for their names. And I like their formal names. Many people in my life call me Meg, but I go by Margaret. Like, it's fine. Those are both equally valid names. That's kind of how my kids are. They have nicknames for their formal name. So it's like My friends call me Meg and people I don't know call me Margaret. It works out fine. (laughs) People people I don't know, like Amy, call me Margaret. Like Amy, call me Margaret. I'm like Bob Robert De Niro. Like if people are like Bob De Niro is a great guy, you're like, oh, they must know him in real life. I'm like Bob
1: Robert De Niro in so many ways, Amy, but that's just one of them. I know a girl who is now in college. Her name is Lizzie and I've known her all her life. Anyway, when she was born, she was like staying in the hospital and her parents were like, what are we putting on the birth certificate. Is she Elizabeth? And her mother was like, she's not Elizabeth. She's Lizzie. And the dad was like, but that's not a name. And and, and so anyway, she's legally Lizzie because they didn't want to deal with all this.
0: Yeah. Similarly, my uh, husband's grandpa is Billy Mac, right? That's what they call him, Billy Mac. And when we were doing our wedding invitations, we were like, and what is his actual name? And they were like, it's Billy Mac on his birth certificate. Billy Mac. It wasn't like William MacDonald McDougal. Wow. Wow. Exactly. No. Billy Mac goes all the way to the bone. Now, this is a good question. Would you rather get to relax every day after you are done for the day? Or would you rather have one day every week to relax and spend however you want it?
1: Mm, couldn't do it. Couldn't handle it. I need a little bit each day. You need a little bit each day. Like a day off, I'd be like, eh, let me just check Facebook and let me let me just check my emails. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to do it. What do you how about you? I mean, I definitely want
0: both. I really like my downtime. So huh, that's a it's a good question. I think I would need a little bit every day. I think I would need. I mean, that's basically how I live now, right? A little bit every day. I guess that's right. If I was always busy and then one day to do nothing, no, I would get bored of on that one day where I had
1: nothing to do. I like it spread out. I like a little bit every day. I guess right. You think you want it when I just had two kids, the boys were little. My husband gave me the day off from Mother's Day, like I could go do whatever I wanted, but it involved leaving the house because he was going to be home with the kids. Like he wasn't taking the zoo, he was going to have to have like a day at home and he was going to, you know, do the dishwasher, whatever. The kids would be around and I could leave and do whatever I wanted. So I left the house at like eight a.m. I was home by. Like I ran out of stuff to do, right? I I went to a yoga class. I went to the beach for a while. I went shopping and then I was like, I I think I'm done and came home. So uh, I I don't think I know what to do with a whole day like I do with two hours each day. Yeah, we have... Coming up this weekend, there's a
0: camp out and one of my kids has said he didn't want to go, but there's an activity before the camp out he wanted to go to. So we got a hotel room and so two of the kids were going to camp out with my husband and I was going to stay with the other kid in the hotel room. And then of, the kid has now decided, he, no, he does want to camp out. So now I'm going to stay by myself in the hotel room and my husband and my kids are going to stay at the event. And I'm like, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be heaven. But I also will like
1: about by the time I wake up the next morning, I'm going to be like, oh, I'm bored being here by myself. Yeah, I will say I like 24 hours off is a whole different thing, like going somewhere than eight hours off. Like I'm hearing myself say that, like I could definitely fill my time. No problem. But that's if I like got my car and went to like went somewhere else where I was going to stay until the next day. I could fill that time. Otherwise, it's like, can I go home yet? Right. Otherwise, sitting around the house gets boring. I agree. Amy, would you
0: rather have a friend who supplies you with an endless amount of fresh baked brownies or homemade ice cream? This is so hard. I mean, you really need both. I wouldn't. I I like a brownie with a scoop of ice cream on top. That's me. I
1: like a brownie with a little vanilla ice cream. I'm going to say ice cream because it's like the variety that's inherent in this proposition.
0: Mm, Good point. Now, that's a good point. That's like when we talk about desert island foods. I'm always like, can I choose Asian as a food? Like then I could have Thai. I could have Chinese. I could have sushi. Like I would. That would be fine with me. I wouldn't be an ask. If you said,
1: if it had been baked goods versus homemade ice cream, I would have picked baked goods. Baked goods versus ice cream. Not that I don't like brownies. I just might get sick of them after a while. But baked goods category. <laughs> wow, you're really widening it. Yeah. Or versus frozen desserts. Let's really widen the lens. Baked goods versus frozen desserts. I would pick baked goods. We're
0: going to get to our final question, which I like a lot. I've thought a lot about it. But now it's your turn to think about it, Amy. Let me not preface it anymore. Would you rather have four kids in four years or four kids over the course of 20 years?
1: This is from Christina. I think it's a good question. It is a good question, right? There's so many like, well, this, well, this, but I'm going to try to like throw out the variables. I think I would do it the way my mom did it and the way that I was raised, which was one of six kids over 19 years. So I kind of lived to the second one and it worked pretty well for us. You lived closer to the first one, right? I did the first one and I like it a lot. I mean, people
0: would always say there's a famous quote from a marathon runner, you know, one of the ultra, mar- you know, super, not ultra, meaning long marathons, like a really fast dude. And somebody was like, I just can't imagine how you run a marathon in. Two hours and 10 minutes, or whatever it is. And he said, I just can't imagine people who run for five hours straight, like the slow people, right? And I think I'm team, like, I'd rather run it in 210 and be miserable the whole time than people would say to me, I don't know how you do it with like three kids under four. I would always just think to myself or sometimes say out loud if I was in a bad mood, who has a baby out of diapers and starts again like that to me is much more mysterious that you would have a five year old who can do everything by himself and is off to school for, you know, six, seven hours a day. And then you have a newborn that to me, it's like you chewed your leg out of the bear trap. For me, I was just stuck in the bear trap the whole time, chewed my leg out, I was free. But to me, the other version is like you chew your leg out of the bear trap. And then they're like, there's four more bear traps ahead, three more bear traps. ahead."
1: But you have uh, sort of like bears that are, you know, not babies anymore who can help. They can go no, gather some who can help carry you along. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was not as helpful as I thought I was at the time. I am certain, but I was definitely net additive. I mean, I changed diapers and fed them and, you know, the whole thing.
0: I do see it more that I have a 13 year old now and we go out to dinner and leave the kids at home like, oh, you could really change the game if you had kids spread <laughs> right? out more.
1: You're right. If your goal is go out to dinner. Right. You might be doing it sooner. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I like that everybody... I have a friend who has 30-year-old, a 16-year-old, and a 12-year-old. And it's a lot of different problems, right? Like you're helping the 30-year-old find an apartment, but your 12-year-old is still like doing tween seventh grade stuff. That seems complicated to me too. I kind of like that mine are all doing the same thing, basically, at the same time. They're in the zone
1: together. I think this is probably worth a whole separate episode on like. Squish them or spread them out. Squish them or spread them out. I think that's good. All right. Great episode
0: idea. And uh, that's what you rather for today. Amy, great job. Thanks. You really dug in. You guess what? You didn't take your pass. Oh, my gosh.
1: Never took it. I did make it really hard. The whole kids books versus kids TV thing. I did really berate.
0: Yeah, I belabored it. You did. You got a little crazy on those brownies versus ice cream and you went you went a little wild on uh, kids books. Yeah. All right. So you didn't need a pass. Friends. If you are looking for even more podcasts to enjoy, we want to recommend a podcast called Fluster Clucks to you.
1: Fluster Clucks is hosted by Lynn Lyons, who's a mental health professional that's been helping families manage anxiety for like 30 years. And her podcast with her sister-in-law, Robin, is hilarious. We had them on for a fresh take. They're fantastic. They're so entertaining to listen to. And it is so stuffed with useful information for families that are dealing with anxiety, which I think it's approximately all of them. Everyone I have recommended Fluster Clucks
0: to has come back to thank
1: me. So now we are recommending it
0: to you. Give it a listen wherever you listen to podcasts. And with that, we will talk to you next time. So long. Thanks for listening.
1: If you're a parent, I invite you to join us at the Mindful Mama podcast, where it's all about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. With sometimes hilarious and always thought-provoking experts and friends, at Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have, and when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm Hunter Clark-Fields, and I can't wait to see you there. Listen in to the Mindful Mama podcast.
2: Oh, hey, everybody. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory